Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. We're now on from one till four every day. We are. Yeah. We've only got an hour left. So, you know, if you haven't been listening live, you can pick it up on the uh, podcast. right? On the iHeart Radio app or the KFI website. Uh, John and Ken On Demand. And then you can listen to the whole thing then. All right. Well, we will play Joe Biden singing happy birthday because it's Typical uh, coming up in a few minutes on the show and uh, another story concerning the uh, Martin Luther King holiday. They unveiled a special statue dedicated to the legacy of Martin Luther King. And uh, it seems like it's backfired a bit. People are calling it a penis. We'll explain why they're saying that coming up in a few minutes. We begin the hour. Oh, by the way, there's no money today. The cash contest returns tomorrow at 20 after one, two and three. Banks are closed. That's right. We can't get the money out of the bank today to hand over the $1,000 if you were to be the winner. We're going to bring David Goldstein back to the John and Ken show for another special investigative report that he will unveil tomorrow on KCAL News Mornings. It begins at 7 a.m., their new morning show concerning L.A. Unified School District. Uh, welcome, Steve. Uh, Steve, what the hell am I doing? Welcome, David. How are you? <laughs> All right. I know it's been a while, but it's still David, not Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had Steve Gregory's story in front of me, so I pardon. pardon uh, well, that. then I'm honored in the same in the same sentence as Steve Gregory. I'm honored. <laughs> what did you find? I saw a promo for your uh, for your story last night. Uh, this is about hand sanitizer that the school district bought. Yeah, the district bought uh, millions of dollars of hand sanitizer at the, at the beginning of the, the pandemic, which a lot of uh, school districts did and other agencies around the country. Um, 
But what LAUSD did is that, that they just packed it away at their warehouse, uh, millions of dollars worth, hundreds of thousands of gallons of sanitizer. Uh, my sources say they didn't even know what they had there for years. Uh, it was a dangerous uh, kind of mixture, flammable and all that. And uh, lo and behold, sanitizer does expire. And the sanitizer, part of the sanitizer that they purchased uh, back in 2020, uh, has expired or is expiring uh, this month. Um, this is while we talk to parents and, uh, you know, teachers are still asking for sanitizer in some classrooms, asking parents to, to donate hand sanitizer, had been over the last uh, year or more since schools uh, reopened. Um, and this sanitizer was sitting at the warehouse, now has to be disposed of. So basically, we're talking about about a million and a half dollars of hand sanitizer that has to be disposed of. And the district is paying the same amount, about a million and a half to dispose of it because sanitizer has to be disposed of properly. So it's a little under three million dollars in taxpayer money. We're going to show where all this uh, money and where all this came from. Um, on our 7 a.m. news tomorrow, show you the documents, hear from the school board, hear from parents. Um, and it's a lot of money that's uh, going down the drain. Three million to buy and dispose of hand sanitizer that nobody used. Exactly. Nobody used that sat there. And also the kicker, as I said, I mean, there are there are people in our newsroom whose kids go to uh, to LAUSD schools who say, yeah, the teachers you know, have a wish list every year that they were asking parents to donate. And one of the things is hand sanitizer. Yet the sanitizer was sitting uh, outside the district's warehouse in Pico Rivera for years. Wow. Did you get any sense of why they don't deliver the sanitizer to the classrooms? Yeah, uh, you know, we, we talked to, to the school district, uh, as you'll see in the, in the story tomorrow morning. Um, they claim that, uh, you know, school, that classrooms have sanitizer, um, that, uh, that uh, you know, they, they did the right thing in buying it. Uh, but um, why didn't they donate it? Why didn't they do something with it? Uh, it does uh, expire. There is an expiration date on hand sanitizer. Um, and they have to get rid of it by that expiration date. Yeah, I mean, and they're paying a lot of money to get rid of it because you can't just pour this stuff down the drain. And no. we're talking about over a hundred thousand gallons. Right, and there's a lot of alcohol in each container. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So that that would be uh, an explosive hazard at some point. Uh, th were these stored exactly. in big con just, big containers, or how were this stored? <laughs> That's a good question. So they're storing it in containers. Uh, behind their warehouse, of which taxpayers are paying to rent those containers. Oh, so they bought all this, they put it in containers, and so we're paying to rent these containers. Um, and now they're throw not throwing it out, but they're disposing of it. That's millions of dollars. It's a it's a it's a boondoggle. It's you'll, you'll uh, I mean we challenged the, the 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 head of procurement who did an interview with me, uh, which is highly unusual. I'll tell you, LAUSD normally. With my stories, they'll just give a three-sentence statement, and that's it. Get the hell um, out of and, here. Uh, they, and, they, yeah, and, and we did an interview, uh, challenged them, uh, well, why didn't they do anything with this? Uh, even though it was expiring, even though you had it, okay, you know, maybe best intentions, you bought as much as you could get back in 2020, because as we remember, you know, you couldn't get toilet paper back then. 
But uh, why didn't you use it properly? Why didn't you uh, try to donate it if you were ending up with uh, all the sanitizer that you couldn't use? Uh, there's a lot of questions. And all we know is, uh, you know, a little under $3 million is going down the drain. All right, David, thank you very much. We'll look forward to that report tomorrow morning. So uh, KCAL right. 9 is now Seven. KCAL News? It is now KCAL News, and we have our big uh, morning uh, newscast. So this will be on during the 7 a.m. hour of KCAL News mornings tomorrow morning. I see. And, and KCAL News is on Channel 2 as well? Yes, it is on Channel 2 as well. Oh, okay. All right, I just got to get this straight. This corporate restructuring. All right, 7 o'clock tomorrow morning on The Morning Show on KCAL 9 or KCAL News. You got it. Which is Channel 9. All right, thanks, thanks a lot, guys. David. Thanks right, for coming on. It's David Goldstein, investigative reporter. Uh, and again, this is like tip of the iceberg stuff. It's a good report. I'm looking forward to seeing it, but tells you LA Unified School District. One hand doesn't know what the other one's doing. They have I, no idea what they're doing. Oh. And of course, like everyone else, remember when uh, Newsom went nuts and he was buying up all that medical, the masks, masks. from that China company, BYD? Wasn't like a billion dollars? It's an electric car maker, actually. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, it was like a billion dollars. I always wondered what happened to all those masks. A couple of listeners claimed they're in warehouses in the Inland Empire, but I, we don't have the people to follow that up. But yeah, Of course. And no, nobody, I mean, but he bought, David is I mean, the, the, the panic back then. We're talking about 2020. We're out of hand sanitizer. We're out of masks. And they just overordered everything. Do you still bother with hand sanitizer? Do I? Yes, I do. Oh, you do? Only place I do is a restaurant. Just like after I've handled the menu or the fork on the knife, I take out the little tiny container of hand oh. sanitizer. You know why? Because I love the scents, the smells. But you're snorting It's from it? Bath and Body Works. I have one I like. It's strawberry. Ooh. Send me one of those. It's probably <laughs> harmful chemicals going up my you're, nose. You're getting off on the uh, strawberry hand sanitizer. Yeah, I have a thing for like strawberry shower gel, too. <laughs> Can't explain it. Learning something new about well, that. Usually I go and I look at the men's section and it's all like bad cologne smells. Uh-huh. So you I go to the that. you go to the women's section and get yeah. the uh, Yeah, I get some fruity smells. Some lemon. <laughs> well, I have a lemon hand sanitizer that's, too. That's, uh, that's very dainty. They <laughs> Well, it's either flowers or fruits, I think, do the best. I don't I don't think you do too well with <laughs> flowers and fruits. Good recommendation. Well, I think I have a watermelon one if you want to try it someday. <laughs> watermelon uh well, maybe I'll join you one night. Sure. All right. When we come back, we salute old Joe Biden, who, of course, had to make a bunch of appearances today because it's a federal holiday and it's in memory of the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. But there's a couple of stories coming out of this. One is new audio from the president who wanted to do the right thing for someone's birthday, and it came out quite laughable. And then there's this statue that was unveiled to salute the King legacy, and of course, his uh, wife was Coretta Scott King. Um, $10 million sculpture that apparently is being ripped on social media because it looks like a penis. And it we'll does. explain it does. We'll explain does. why people feel that way and what it's supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. It does. It's, yes. two, it's two hands holding a penis. Um, <laughs> Deborah Mark, you seen this, Deborah? I have not. Oh, okay. We'll come in here. Okay. Uh, Deborah Mark, <laughs> live. Hey, 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 hey. 
I got some pictures to show you. I'm going to HR after the news. <laughs> Deborah Mark, uh, live on the, well, what? whatever, what? just do the news. Okay. Uh, today, of course, the reason that uh, there's no money, it's the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Well, a lot of people are off today. So Joe Biden made an appearance to salute the holiday at Washington's historic Mayflower Hotel. Apparently, the salute was um, an event organized by Al Sharpton's National Action Network, co-chaired by Martin Luther King III, who was 65 years old. He was present with his wife. It happened to be today, January 16th, the wife's birthday. So Biden decided, it's something I got to do. I got to sing to you. Here's the audio. But congratulations today, the honorees, uh, including your wife, uh, who I understand uh, is birthday today. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valen. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, that, that wasn't her name. The what did he say there? Blah blah. It, they Dear have it in Val. the. They had Dear it Val. in the story is Valsdvit. Oh, it came out Valvit. Valsdvit. Her name is Andrea. A R N D R E R A D R E. Andrea. Andrea. Like Andrea, but there's an extra R in there. Yeah. Andrea. Andrea Waters right, King so is her full name. Let's hear it again then. Happy birthday, dear Valen. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Well. Well. <laughs> he said well, it's hell, hell turning 30, but you have to put up with it. Uh, <sighs> she didn't turn 30. She's 49. Yeah, well, uh, I know. He knows it's gone. He just, <laughs> he just oh, made a man. sound there. <laughs> that sounds like somebody in the home. <laughs> They're in the chair in the corner. Just going, hey. That's the last sound he's going to make, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was weird about this, while he was talking, more documents fell out of his pants. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that story today, but more classified no. documents actually fell out of Biden's pants. Yep. They're yeah, all over the place. Yeah, he goes, excuse me, I didn't know I had these. Uh, <laughs> Even uh, old Adam Schiff, that uh, stiff congressman from Burbank area, <laughs> we cannot exclude the possibility that national security was jeopardized by Biden's handling of the classified documents. Oh, man. In case you missed over the weekend, they found even more. Yeah, so. three places now. Three places. Well, the garage I know of. Right. His old office. Yeah, and then I think they found some in his home. Toilet, the bathtub. I don't know. You know when Al, when Adam Schiff turns on you. Yeah, you're, right. Uh, you got a bad streak going. That's, the story started out like we don't want to talk about this, so we downplayed it. But now a few of them are saying, "Well, you know, we got to look into this. This could be a real thing." Schiff isn't the only one saying it. A couple of Democrats are saying this. They're not playing the usual game of uh, it's your guy that's crooked, not my guy. So one of uh, George W. Bush's uh, old press secretaries was explaining, uh, Ari Fleischer, was explaining what the rule is, right? Mm, the rule. And, and because you start with the, co the 
all the security documents are supposed to stay in the room, right? The office, sure. wherever you're Classified doing Classified documents. Now, obviously, you have to move from one office to the next, or you, you're on a, on a trip, maybe overseas, and documents have to travel with you. But there's supposed to be like a secure chain of command where you have people guarding the classified documents in the new room wherever you're going. Okay. Somebody's office or you're on a trip or it's in a hotel, whatever. And, and, and they, they, they have to be guarded and they have to be accounted for all along the way. You have to people, people with security clearance, you know, taking the documents into custody and protecting them and accounting for them at all times. Hmm. It should never be in a situation where they're, you know, falling out of a <laughs> a Corvette, out of a Corvette, right? Out of a, they had him in the trunk of the Corvette or whatever the story. Whoever in the garage they found him. <laughs> All right now, the other story concerning Martin Luther King's holiday, which is making news today, is a statue that was unveiled in honor of the legacy of both Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife Coretta Scott King. It is, um, well, it was. Sculpted after a photo from 1964, King won the Nobel Prize. He and his wife are embracing. He has his arms high up around her shoulders. She has her arm a little lower underneath his arm, hugging him. They're both smiling. It's a nice moment. Well, someone was commissioned to make a sculpture, and they used that photo as inspiration. It cost $10 million. It's a big sculpture. And people are puzzled, and some are calling it a giant penis because it's headless. So you, right. you see the hands and the arms, you see, and I guess it's supposed to be the shoulders as the penis or the Well, I the guess back. That, that's his arm going around her shoulder, right? Shoulder, right. And her hands grasping that arm. Yes. So his arm looks like a gigantic penis, with mm. a sharp turn to the left. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, see? Yeah, I'm looking uh, at a photo of the sculpture, and I'm seeing one hand of his and one hand of hers. Right. I think, well, if you and have... And they're wrapped around the penis. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got, I've got the full shot here. And by the way, it, 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 it's a very large sculpture. I mean, it's, it's massive. Oh, yeah, now I'm looking at another picture of it. Right. It was unveiled in Boston Common on Friday. I mean, it's got to be at least 25 feet high. Oh, yeah, now I can clearly see uh, yeah. the fingers, and you can see his uh, right. the cuff. They actually... So uh, it looks like somebody's carrying a salami. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah thought it was a seal. 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 That's another interpretation. Oh. So it's a real artwork where everyone has a different interpretation. It's like, that's a penis. No, no, salami. No, a seal. This picture I'm looking at looks like an intestine. <laughs> Well, all right. Everyone's entitled with art. Or maybe a bowel movement. It's I can't what, be sure. It's and, whatever you feel. But I tell you what, the hand is very uh, intricately detailed. The fingernails. Mm -hmm. and, right. Yeah, the hands are very and well that, done. She sculpted. has a, a bracelet on? Yeah. On the left? Uh, well, some people have not been too kind on social media, and some are finding it insulting to the black community. You're spending $10 million on a bronze statue without heads on it? Man, that's a joke, said one one person uh, there's uh, there was uh apparently a little boy pointed out that's a penis oh and well, you uh, mean in the crowd yeah or? well according to this uh uh according to uh, seneca scott coretta's cousin hmm. 
And he said the mainstream media was reporting on it like it was all beautiful because they were told they had to say that. All right? This is Coretta Scott King's cousin. But then when it came out, a little boy pointed out, that's a penis. Oh, jeez. And uh, if you'd showed that statue to anyone in the hood, they'd have been like, no, absolutely not. Hmm. $10 million were wasted to create a masturbatory mental metal homage to my legendary family members, one of the all-time greatest American families. And apparently this was a joint venture between uh, it's a public-private fundraising partnership, the city of Boston, and some private fundraising. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much public money went into the $10 million sculpture. But um, <laughs> it is the next time you're in Boston Common, you can see it for yourself. I don't think it's coming down, but um, it is kind of weird. No, that's the thing is everyone's stuck with it now. Yes, and unless you read the plaque or something, you won't know it's about the kings because there's no heads, no faces, no... And you know what? Among artistic people and woke people, no one will ever admit, admit that way this was bad. Probably not. No, they, 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 got, they got very upset and defensive, and if you criticize them, there's something wrong with you. Mm. But that, that, is not, that is not an attractive... Uh, sculpture. Sculpture, whatever that uh, is. More coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we're now on 1 to 4. So if you missed the live show, pick it up on the podcast at KFIAM640.com or use the iHeartRadio app. One little development in the murders of the four University of Idaho students has come across today. One of the girls killed was Kaylee Goncalves, 21 years old. Uh, Her parents now say she didn't live in that home. She used to. She returned the day before the attack to see her former roommates and to go to a party. So I think she was the one in bed with Madison Mogan. They were both killed in the bed. Oh, she was sleeping over after the party. She was sleeping over after the party. So she had just purchased a new Range Rover, wanted to show it off to Mogan back in Moscow, Idaho, and had plans to attend a nearby party. Whether that factored into any of the reasons why this Brian Koberger, because we believe he's the killer, uh, went to the house that particular night to stab him to death. Because I think she was the one that supposedly had the worst injuries. Like, she really got ripped open or something? That's they what her think she said. was killed first. Yeah. And that it was brutal. That yeah. They really just... Because that, that was the first bedroom that he went to. Right. So she may have been first, and did that mean something? No. That, if nothing else, he was going to get her. Now, and again, we got to wait a while for that story because everything's been deferred to June, including the, you know, the hearing where the prosecution presents its case and so forth. Because so that's what Koberger wanted to do is delay it. June? Yeah, they pushed it to June. Yeah. Koberger has the right to a speedy trial. He waived that right. He wants a slow trial. He does. And the, the, the feeling is they want all of this publicity to die down. He's, he's going to be playing all kinds of games because he has spent a lot of years studying this industry. Yeah, so we'll see how smart he is. Well, he left he, a pretty sloppy crime scene. He's so. not as smart as he thinks he is. No. All right, last week an announcement was made which could be a bit of a game changer in all the nonsense over carbon emissions and climate change. A company called Climeworks announced that they have the ability, a startup that can pull carbon dioxide from the open air and store it underground. Now, we've heard about this before, but it was more in theory than in practice. They are apparently putting out a business model to kickstart a new industry. It's a process known as direct air capture. There was a time we said on this show when it came to the craze over climate change and carbon emissions 
that you'd think that someday there'd be some form of technology to help solve the problem. Well, maybe something like this could work. They've been working on this for uh, 14 years. Vacuum-like devices pull in air, filter it, and bury carbon underground for perhaps thousands of years. It's kind thousands. of a strange. Thousands of years, they claim. Yes. And then what happens? The earth blows up. <laughs> Everything goes to hell. I don't know. Here is yeah, it. you're right. They founded the company in 2009. And they're claiming what we're going to do is what trees do. Take carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. Or can they do this at an extremely large scale so that it matters? That's what they're hoping to do. That obviously, um, I mean, they're they, not really there they yet. Have to suck, they'd have to suck in and filter all the air on Earth. Almost, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could probably put a dent that, that, in the carbon problem if they just started getting a percentage of it out. That's a big machine they're going to have to build. They, it's the world's yeah. largest vacuum. Well, there's a diagram in this story. Uh, how Climeworks uses direct air capture. Number one, large devices containing fans and sponge-like filters pull in massive amounts of air to trap carbon dioxide on the filter material. Then, after the filter contains a lot of carbon dioxide, the device closes and is heated up to 210 degrees Fahrenheit. Then the trapped carbon dioxide is combined with water so that another startup company called CarbFix can pump it underground into stone for storage for thousands of years. How much? They're referring to it as a mineralized CO2. How much? Where, I mean, there's got to. Where can you pump it downwards? <laughs> Um, you have to put it in the right place. You have to make big storage. Is there unlimited of... storage underground? Well, you always claim what's well, the landfills. We can just dig more holes. Oh, to I, make... I, I know, but I'm 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 just wondering like how. You know, I know that they've got to find the space underground and get access to it, and then it's all got to stay there. Well, the I... only operational direct air capture plant they have right now is in Iceland. It removes about four thousand metric tons of carbon dioxide a year. If you want to know what that is, that's roughly equivalent to the emissions of about 800 passenger cars, which well, isn't a lot for the state of California. But if you could duplicate that, well, they've proven the concept that it works. You know, that's what on, they're on thinking. A, a, that this will a... be a, this will be moving to a larger scale. Now, scientists estimate billions of metric tons a year need to be removed annually by the middle of this century to avoid the worst effects of global warming. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, we don't really trust their estimates. But. You know, there is a place up near Mammoth. We used to go to Mammoth a lot when, when the boys were really small to go skiing. Yeah. And and um, I forget the name of, uh, but it's, it's, it's near Mammoth Mountain, near, near the ski resort. And there's this park area with all these dead trees that are still rooted to the ground. They're all bare. I think they turned whitish gray, if I remember right. Oh. And there was some kind of carbon dioxide leak from underground that came and killed all the trees. They were deprived of oxygen, and all the all the trees died right in place there. Oh, gee. And it was the most fascinating thing to see. And I don't remember the details of it. There was nobody to ask. I just said, well, what, what is this? And somebody said, oh, there was a carbon dioxide leak and all the trees died. No, oh, I thought and, the trees take in carbon dioxide, though. Well, I guess this was too much. <laughs> it was, it. They overconsumed. There's only so much, yeah. They wiped I gotta, them out. I, it just hit me. I hadn't thought of that. I probably saw this like 20 years ago. Right.
So I got to look that up and see what that is. But the- All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. I found the reason. Yes. For the dead trees at Mammoth Mountain I was talking oh, about. Oh, the carbon? Right, because we were we were discussing this uh, carbon tech- capture idea, right? Yeah, new technology that could suck carbon dioxide out of the air and pump Store it, it in the ground for and, thousands of years. And then I thought, yeah, well, will it stay there for thousands of years? So in the 1990s, a large number of trees on the southern flank of Mammoth Mountain began to die because of large amounts of carbon dioxide were seeping from the volcano because that's a volcanic oh, area, right. to the surface through the soil. The dead trees near Horseshoe Lake now cover 170 acres. And tree roots aren't tolerant of CO2. And it draws a lot of visitors. They come to see the volcano. There are vents, right? right. And so there are fumes coming up from, from the vents. But uh, the, the government warns, do not lie face down on the ground anywhere near Horseshoe Lake or the tree kill area because you'll suck in some carbon dioxide and only about two breaths worth, you're dead. Don't lie face down on the ground. Okay. Right, because you, you'll suck in yeah. pure Too carbon dioxide. carbon overdose. Yeah. And uh, all, all, see, at high concentrations, it displaces the, oxygens, the oxygen from your lungs. And at 70 to 80%, it takes a couple of breaths and people can expire very quickly. Man. Yeah. Got to be careful. There was a, there was a guy in Torrance uh, who was cross-country skiing found dead. He, had, he breathed in too much carbon dioxide gas huh. in, the, in the area. What year was this? It was a while back? Uh, I found this L.A. Times story from 2006. Oh. And, and the, uh, the carbon dioxide leak was in the 1990s and killed all the trees. All right, well, it looks like it's not going to rain much beginning this week. There's only a chance of some rain on Thursday, I think. The Washington Post did a story. I just love this number. 24 trillion gallons of water fell on the state of California since late December. So not even a month. 24 trillion gallons. A company that the San Francisco Chronicle has charts showing the water supply across the state. It's the reservoir storage capacities. As we mentioned in another story... Most of it is flushed out to sea to protect the Delta smelt and the Chinook salmon. And there's eight reservoirs in this uh, diagram, this uh, chart. And uh, as you mentioned, John, a couple of them were in that story. Uh, the, the San Luis Reservoir is it's at 40% of capacity right now, despite all the rain we've had. Almost all of them barely go above 40% of capacity. There's so much more room for more water in all of these reservoirs. And they make up about 60% of the state's total water supply, water stored in the reservoirs. So we have reservoirs right near the deltas where 24 trillion gallons of water pass through. And we're not, they will not permit the water to go to the reservoir. Because no, it's flushed out to the sea because the pumps uh, could kill the Delta smelt. Right. So, and, and when the last time they counted the Delta smelt, they found five of them. No, no joke. Five of them. So, well, that, yeah, that was just a sample, right? That was, but, well, I know, but if, 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 if we're It's not to, like there's only five in the whole. Can we state. Collect, collect those five and put them into somebody's aquarium? And it's like, okay, they're saved. 
So, so now the reservoirs are less than half full. 24 trillion gallons have come down. That might not happen again for years. But it's all lost in the ocean. We can't use the water. They won't build a desalination plant to at least reclaim the water from the ocean. And then they're going to tell us it's our fault for having a drought. Or that climate yes. change is disrupting the place. It's like you, you. They get you from every side. Right. I mean, they're just a bunch of incompetent boobs and they're liars. It's their mismanagement of the water supply. Massive mismanagement. 24 trillion gallons of water. And that's the way it works in California, if you look at the historical record. A lot, there's a lot of dry years. There's occasional wet years. You've got to collect the 24 trillion gallons while you have it. I know. It makes it, it, it's infuriating no sense. And so even if I this could be it. Who knows what the next couple of months are gonna bring? In past years, recently December had some rain and then that was it. This time we did get it into January. We got it heavy. These rainstorms the past couple have been huge and obviously much bigger up north and the snowpack and well, all of that. But honestly, they have to come up with better long term solutions than what they're doing. Because you're right, it's almost like a trap. We're doomed to fail in this because just the way they've set everything up. They've set it up with zero thought. Because we want to protect the Delta. Because in the end, they just don't want you to use water. They think that you overuse well, water for everything mean, you do. Which so mean, we want to make sure the conservation message is forever. They don't want us to exist. I'm telling you, that is the bottom line. They don't want us to exist. And they don't want us to in embrace and enjoy modern life. And what else can you say? That seems to be the plan. And it, it's in these environmental obsessives, these activists, these crazy people, and the cowardly politicians take their bribes, and they're terrified of them. They're, like, physically terrified of these people because they're, they're so insane. I, I mean, if, if you actually read the stories, there's a lot of them today about how much water we have and how little we're keeping, we're keeping. and the reasons behind it, you, you just want to break your windshield. Uh, but don't do that, though. Well, it's your windshield. Oh, uh, it's not ours. Conway is here. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. We'll uh, discuss the, the total collapse of the uh, L.A. Chargers over the weekend. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did you guys watch that game live? Half of it. And yeah. they were so far behind that I got bored. I left at 27 nothing. Yeah. Over. When, when the ball landed on the helmet of the Jacksonville player. Remember right. there was a punt or something yes. and it landed on his helmet and they lost the ball and it just looked like it was a clown show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was uh, it, uh, unbelievable. Well, you know, if it happens like Atlanta in the Super Bowl when they played New England, it's too far away to really care about or it happens in Buffalo and Buffalo played, I believe the giants. Um, but man, when it happens here and it happened on KFI, there's mm. sort of like a dirty feeling you have about that. You know, really? it yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm overstating it. Yeah, you're strangely drawn to. A... I get dirty feelings, but they're for other. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. I no, get that's it. a nice thing to say. Uh, Shannon Farron's coming on. She was on the sidelines during that collapse. She probably has a dirtier feeling. Then. Uh, yeah, exactly. We got to ask her exactly when that team knew it was over, because there's a point where the team knows it's it's yeah. not going to work out. Uh, then we got a uh, very uh, uh, terrific writer, Brad Meltzer, is coming on with us at 6 o'clock. And David Goldstein, right? David Goldstein's yeah, great. right, great. And then we had uh, a huge story. It's not getting a lot of publicity, but two planes, mm. two fully loaded planes almost collided with each other at the uh, JFK, JFK airport. That could have been like three, 400 people dead. 
Probably yeah, happens every day. Yeah, but man, that, that was uh, close. Uh, and then we also have uh, a little bit while you guys were talking about the, the uh, L.A. collected uh, 13 gallons of water over the last <laughs> few days. <laughs> so. That's quite a job. Yeah. it's, it's The my, mayor was out there with a bucket. It's my drinking water for a month. That's what we <laughs> Ding collected. Ding dog. Yeah. Ding dog. Conway's All right, next. Come on. He comes. Here he comes. Come on, Ding Monday, dogs. Conway. Let's go. Uh, Mike Ding Crusher dog. is the news. KFI, KOST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere yeah. on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.